Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. QZ's back solving problems. Mondays on 10. Hello, my name is Dave Hughes, and uh, like everyone else, I've got problems. Uh, one of them is my voice. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's a problem, apparently. I was in a cab recently, and the cab driver said, I've recognised you now, you can drop the voice. <laughs> like, this is my voice. When I go overseas and do comedy, it freaks people out. I did a gig in New York, and then afterwards someone came up and said, how do you speak like that? I said, it's a gift. <laughs> But you know what the real problem with my voice at the moment is? is I'm being impersonated left, right and centre and I do not know what to do about it. Recently someone said, I loved you on Two Day FM this morning. I said, I wasn't on Two Day FM. <laughs> Other people are doing my voice. I need to get to the bottom of that problem. But Australia's got so many problems, we need to get to the bottom of all of us. So let's start the show! where we take real problems and we find real solutions. So we need real people to help us out and we've got four of the realest in Australia, I believe. Can you put your hands together for Dave Thornton? <laughs> the very demure Susie Yusuf. <laughs> the man with the dodgest moustache in Showbiz Lehman. <laughs> And the wonderful Fiona O'Loughlin. You, you never have a moustache, do you, Fiona? Oh, I do. Yeah, I have been known to. It was a couple of years ago, I, I, my shop was shutting down, as in Your shop? hormonally, you know, oh. going into menopause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guess he wasn't having a closing down, so. <laughs> my son was, his shop was just opening, you know. Yes. He, uh, he was going through puberty. Yeah. So we're both sitting on the couch watching telly and one of my other kids walks past and she goes, she looks at the boat and she said, are you two both doing Movember? <laughs> all right, let's, get, let's start with the show, all right? Dave from Richmond says, he writes, I'm about to move in with my girlfriend but she has insisted I get rid of some of my treasured possessions, which she calls clutter. These include my footy trophies and my Tigers shrine, which I imagine is the Richmond Tigers AFL team. Should I stand up to her or do as she says. Now, I believe we've got some photos he sent them in of the... Um, yeah. So that's the, the Richmond Football Club. If you don't know, they won the uh, 2017 Premiership for the first time in 40 years, so their supporters are normally losers, but right now they feel like winners. So, <laughs> so there's no more... I mean, that's the most sacred stuff that he would have as a tragic football supporter. Now, I don't want to play this down gender lines, but often women, including my wife, don't understand how important sport is. I don't understand yeah. how much it matters, yeah, you know? But it the, matters a lot, Fiona. I, <laughs> I know it does, but there's, you've got a shed. Like, well, I don't the, have a shed. Oh, yeah, you don't have a shed. I don't have a shed. I've got a number of houses, but not one shed. <laughs> well, when I first 
first got married, we had, uh, Chris had two cricket trophies, okay? But there, there was C-grade trophies. I mean, it's not even good cricketer. <laughs> and, yeah, but it was, he was <laughs> And they just kept, I just kept putting them out in the shed and then they'd just find their way back into the house. And it just drove me mental. He's cri- but the other thing was that he played cricket up in Alice Springs. I went, because he got up one morning, he said, you know, it's my final today. He said, all the other wives are coming. So I had to go and watch him play cricket. It's a long day. In the heat. Yeah, it's hot. And he was fielding, because he's not a very good cricketer. Yeah. Right? So I watched him field for... But you're right, everyone gets to field. Oh, okay. It's not like... Even Donald Bradman had to field. (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They all field. But I sat there in that heat for four hours watching this guy in a red cap. That's my husband. Yeah. Finally, it, the game finished. Mm. <laughs> the red cap came off, getting closer and closer. Mm. And so I realised the guy under the red cap wasn't my husband. <laughs> and I had been at the wrong match, wrong over. <laughs> four hours. I stuck those trophies in the shed. Yes. The most amazing thing about that story is that there were two games of cricket in Alice Springs at the same time. <laughs> Now, Susie, are you a sporting girl? I'm definitely a, a sportswoman, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> look, I won the uh, under-11s Division Two netball grand final. Did that mean a lot to you? If someone took that trophy away from me, I would have no more trophies, so <laughs> I wouldn't be happy about it. But it's got to be a negotiation. You've got to negotiate, yeah. yeah. You've got to work it out, because you know, I play basketball, and I know what everyone's thinking. That makes sense, why chocolate's got mad game. And I know... Uh, <laughs> Did you just call yourself white chocolate? White chocolate? Yeah. White and, uh, cho- you call yourself white chocolate? Well, my game calls itself white chocolate. And, uh, well, I think that's appropriate because white chocolate is a bit sickly, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, I, oh, I guess we all look the same to you, Hughes. <laughs> no, in the, in the Cadbury family, in the Cadbury family, white chocolate's called dream. Yeah, it is, but, I mean, if you have too many, it's a nightmare, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> But so, yeah, I've got a couple of trophies and, like, yeah. basketball jerseys. And what happened was my partner wanted it out of the house mm. or in the shed or away. And what happened is we finally came to the conclusion where uh, we got inbuilt cupboards and they're all sitting in there. Yeah, right. So it cost me, like, five grand to have my own crap in my house. Yeah. <laughs> it killed me, which I know for you, you can do that on a Tuesday afternoon. But five grand <laughs> for us is a lot. So we're saying to Dave, we've got to compromise, yeah? You've got yeah. to compromise. Lose some of your stuff to yeah. keep the relationship. Fair enough, Dave, let's move on. All right, here we go. It's a work-related problem uh, from Ahmed in Parramatta in New South Wales. He says, I run a very small business and I recently hired my cousin. He goes out partying a lot and turns up hungover every other day and it's affecting his work. I want to fire him, but I don't want to risk our relationship. What should I do? Mm. Is it... Anyone here likes to drink? <laughs> I drank all mine. <laughs> so you don't drink at all, do you, Fiona? No. What's that? No, no. not anymore. No, either do I. This is not an AA meeting, but good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I turned out to work very hungover, though. When I used to be a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. The lives I've saved, <laughs> giving up that career, are countless. <laughs> I remember once, yeah, the worst, because the matron was my dad's friend, so I kind of relate to this problem because it must have been awful for dad because I was just forever filling out incident reports, which is basically a letter to the health minister saying I am a fuckwit, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But the worst one, and this was, I just remember this incident report. We were, 
Yeah, I was on night duty and there were two women who just had babies and so they're okay, they're he healthy. But yeah. anyway, one rang a bell and she wanted a cup of hot chocolate. I was like, God, <laughs> it's not pneumonia. Anyway. <laughs> so I made her a cup of hot chocolate and then an hour later the other one rings. You know, I'm off my feet, you know. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> this is true. <laughs> oh, God, I'm blushing thinking about this. So the other one rings and I'm like, yes, and she said, Oh, I'm looking for the breast milk that I expressed and left in the jug in the fridge. Oh. <laughs> well, that one just drank it in the hot... <laughs> I made the hot chocolate with someone's breast milk. And, and they didn't complain. So. <laughs> well, that was an incident report because that's a bodily fluid. So yeah, absolutely. That's very dangerous. Oh, I mean, I love how the way you, you just straightened up. And you didn't stick with it? Uh, no, I didn't stick with it. <laughs> It sounds to me like he's working his cousin too hard and his poor cousin's a bit stressed. Oh. <laughs> he's back off the workload. So give your cousin a week off and yes. he should sober up and be right for at least another fortnight. So, well, I think we found a solution for you, Ahmed. So good luck with that. All right, let's move on. This is a video problem. Let's take a look. Hi, Husey. It's Bob from Darlington, New South Wales. My problem is I was a vegetarian for five years and I copped a lot of ridicule from my family and friends. And now I'm not a vegetarian. Um, like six months ago, so I don't want to tell my family and friends that I've stopped, so um, I don't, and they, they still cook me special meals when I go around to their houses, so um, what should I do? Yeah, I mean, I, I can relate to this. I, I don't eat meat either, and, uh, yeah, I still don't want the special meals, though. I'm a vegetarian, I hate vegetables, it's really awkward, so... Um, <laughs> what do you eat? What do I eat? Um, basically, Fish. I was just eating chips, basically, but... <laughs> I've given them up now, so I'm really hungry. Uh, <laughs> it is tough when you're a vegetarian, though, because people do judge you and they like to mock you, like you're not, you know, you're different to other people, you know? So is there any vegetarians on this panel? Anyone who's ever tried vegetarianism? My, my partner is a vegetarian. Oh, good on her. Um, yeah, but then I just eat meat in front of her like a boss. Does she, um, did, did she cook you meat? Does she... No, I do have to cook it myself. Like, it's almost like a reverse of the normal standards. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm the ostracised one. She's sitting there just eating her chickpea going, I'm living large. And then I have to go out back with the barbecue with, like, my little, you know, hot pot of flesh. Like, I'm an evil human. And then just... But what about your baby? Is your baby going to be a vegetarian? How old is your child? My child, she is now 13 months old. Yeah, she's still a baby? Or? It's still a bub. Um, no, I have to cook her, like, because we, we feed her brains. Oh! Well... Because is your child a zombie? I've just said that on telly. Yeah. Why? Is that a bad thing? Well, where, whose brains Who's are they? <laughs> what sort of brains? Lamb's brains. Oh, wow. I didn't because know. brains are supposedly good, they're full of nutrients and whatnot. So is, like, thighs and shit. <laughs> your wife's OK with your baby having the brains? She, she, in a weird twist, she wants the kid to have brains, because I'm that father that's like, oh, bread and Vegemite again. Are you sure she didn't say to you, I really want our kid to have brains? <laughs> Meaning... <laughs> No. Yeah. Uh... Well, do you guys mock... I mean, obviously, you're, you're can't, you can't mock your partner because you're still alive, so you obviously don't. Um, <laughs> do you, Fiona, do you, do you mock... Do you look down upon vegetarians? I wanted to be a vegetarian because yeah. I was traumatised by... Because I grew up on a farm mm -hmm. in yeah. South Australia, like you, Linda. Yes. And we were sitting down to Sunday lunch yeah. and the, we had a paddock just out the back and there was this cow just... Mm -hmm 
we could hear it. That's it's a very good impersonation of a cow. That's right, hitting the mic. And Dad goes, poor thing, we're eating its calf. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that is. Eating this car. You're having a tasty veal. And I'm like, that's it, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, and how, how long did that last? But was... Mum caught me uh, hoeing into some chicken about six hours later in the. <laughs> <laughs> what noise did the cow make again? Oh. <laughs> and was the cow up against the window watching you? <laughs> are you still single, Fiona? <laughs> you are, yes, are I you? Am. Yes. That's actually turning me on. <laughs> I'm glad you're sitting behind yeah. a desk. <laughs> but that's the thing. He, he was a vegetarian. Yeah. He got a, a lot of flack for being a mm. vegetarian. Um, and now he's not, but he's not going to tell anyone that's that he's not. That's because he doesn't want to hear I told you so. Yes, that's it. Yeah, because it's like when you're a vegetarian, you can pretend that you're better than other people. So when you stop being oh, a vegetarian, okay. you don't want other people to go, ha-ha, you're not better than us. Have a pie and shut up, you but, wanker. Yeah. <laughs> This next problem has been emailed in by Andrew from Blacktown in New South Wales. My son's school camp is coming up. He's very shy and doesn't want to go. I made great memories at my school camp. I'm sure he could too. Should I force him to go or let him stay home? The school camp issue. So, uh, just show him a little movie called American Pie and I believe it's band camp. <laughs> this is really triggering me, to be honest. Why? Um, year five camp. Yeah, so you're about thrilled, 10? Thrilled to go. 10 years old, yeah, yeah. absolutely pumped. Had bought some new shorts. We were always allowed wow. to buy new clothes before we went on camp. Yeah, great. And I was pumped because my mum was so strict. We, weren't, we didn't eat dessert at home. We never ate dessert. I had never eaten ice cream until I was 10 years old. Oh, my God, that's right? weird. So I was so excited for camp. Yeah. Went on camp and we go on a little hike yeah. out to, you know, sing a, some Catholic tunes around a fire. <laughs> we're sitting around the fire and the teachers had brought an esky of ice creams. I've never been happier in my whole life. What I didn't know was I'm slightly a lot lactose intolerant. Oh. <laughs> uh, then we're, you know, a couple of kilometres in the bush and yeah. I'm sitting around a fire eating an ice cream, smiling, and then the smile stopped and I was like, something's going to happen. Um, like the fear, you, yeah. know, you know the fear. Absolutely. Yeah. Or well, the pain as well. Yeah, the fear and the pain, they're all happening. So I clenched my butt cheeks and I'm walking over <laughs> to the teacher and I said to her, excuse me, Miss Elizabeth, can I please go to the toilet? And she was like, if you needed to go to the toilet, you should have gone the allocated toilet oh time. Oh, my God. Didn't let you go. So I left my shorts on camp. Um... <laughs> I also shat myself on school camp. But I was at university. <laughs> Embarrassing thing. It was university orientation week. I was trying to be a cool kid. I drank too much. Woke up in the morning. Oh no. Oh dear. I need to hitchhike home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I couldn't laugh about that till probably today. <laughs> so is that why you always wear adult pull-ups now? No. I, no so I, it's I, very dangerous. Yeah, can, no. can be because we went to the Murray River near yeah. your neck of the woods. Mm. Um, and I was te I was only thirteen and on school camp in the Murray River mm. and. I lost my virginity on the Murray River. <laughs> Not then, though. Tell us more. I feel like we're sitting around a campfire now. Oh, please don't I put me back I lost my virginity on the River Murray at school camp when I was 13, water skiing without a wetsuit. <laughs> oh. What happened? You got a lot of I water I think it was a cod, but it never... <laughs> 
apply there. Don't you reckon? Like, come down the Murray River, we'll see if there's any cod. Like, I don't know. Sounds like she catches a few no. cod. <laughs> now, guys, so we're saying just, just push him out. Push him out the door, get him there, see what happens. Yeah, but do, do his allergy testing first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no ice cream. Yeah, yeah. all right. He's, he's yeah. got to go to camp. He's all right, go to camp. camp. He's, you're going to camp. You're going to have a great time. What could go wrong? Apart from shitting yourself. Uh, <laughs> guys, right now, an audience member has a massive problem. We need to solve it, and we're going to. Let's welcome to the stage Tiani. Hey, guys. Tiani, what is your issue today? So my issue is that I seem to attract strangers that feel the need to confide in me. Yeah. And it's becoming an issue because I seem to be wasting so much time. So, like, the other day I was at a store and just doing some Christmas shopping and the lady was like, oh, how are you? I'm like, yeah, good, how are you? And she was like, my boyfriend broke up with me today. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I need to get to work. And then I spent 20 minutes with her, consoling her. I don't know her name. I don't know anything about her. And then I ended up saying, look, I've got to go. I'm already 15 minutes late for work. And my question is, how do I be nice and mm. not be friendly? You've got too much I, empathy, haven't you? Too much empathy. Oh, you, mm, you're you too empathetic. You have a very warm, friendly face and a very warm, welcoming demeanour okay. about you need to be angrier. <laughs> You need, you need resting bitch face, don't you? Yeah, potentially. Well, either resting bitch face or proper crazy eyes. <laughs> I got that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, so yeah. you've got to exercise that more. So, like, like, you can say, how are you, but be like, how are you? <laughs> you won't hear about anyone's breakup. But don't people really, when you say, how are you, you, you don't really want them to actually tell you how they are, no. do you? You just want them no, to you just, don't. Uh, just, it's just, you don't even what? listen for the answer. You shouldn't have to. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm, I work at a before and after school care. You have a natural talent that you've found. You need to monetize it and work in some sort of therapy type area. Okay. Jeez, how like, did this turn into Shark Tank? This is... <laughs> That's what I'm seeing here. You've got a natural skill that you're not utilizing at the moment, and I think there's a fortune lay ahead of you if you work in that. It really does feel like Shark Tank. <laughs> you really are. You're, you're, you're a rave. That's my solution. You're a rave, sunshine. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Actually, this, this is great because, you know, like, people have Tinder and whatnot. They're, they're just there to pick up. Like, if you're just good for a chat and a bit of a hug, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, people want to pick up on a Saturday night, but then when they're probably hungover on a Sunday, they just need a chat. So <laughs> they could swipe right for you. And then I waste my entire life supporting people. No, do you have a partner? No, at the moment, no. Yeah, right. So at least you've got someone to talk to, so... <laughs> You've got something else. You know, I feel like it is my place to say this. You've got something else at your disposal. You know, we live in a multicultural country. I know. So every now and again, I've done it. I'm not proud of it, but I have done it. How are you? Of course, you can say in English, but the rest of it, no one knows. <laughs> so you do a how are you, and they're like, oh, not so good. And you just go, oh, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't help you. The only you. problem is I'm not Italian. Oh, you can choose any accent. I'm just not <laughs> But yeah, that's what I'm saying is seriously, just, just okay. pretend you can't speak the language. It's, I mean, is it racist? Yes, but just do it. I mean, you, you can't pick any accent. <laughs> you, you can't go, oh, no, I may not understand. <laughs> well, that, well that, that sounds racist. Why couldn't you have that accent? Honestly, you know, I could speak with an Asian accent. I don't, because I've never been to Asia, but... Uh... <laughs> 
I've got a, I've got a friend who's Canadian, and he had he had a Jamaican nanny, and mm. so for like the first three or four years, he had like this little Jewish Canadian kid with a bit of a fro had a proper Jamaican accent. Can you do it? He, he tells this story. It's not my story to tell, but he tells this story about how he says to his mum, I got a poo in my nappy, mum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes, Tiana. I'm just a bit worried about Tiani, though. Yes, um, we're Tiani. So we are worried about you. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, I'd she's like great. to say, Tiani, look, it's, I want to help, but I haven't been sleeping very well lately. <laughs> <laughs> Would I be able to tell you about Me it? No, I'm, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got to the bottom of it. Pretend you don't speak English, and we've got a present for you to leave with. All right? Are you okay with this? Yes, we've got. It. If that doesn't work, you've got some mace for you. Right? So <laughs> we can take that off. Yes. Be careful, though. I don't think it's got a safety on it. So look, it doesn't. It doesn't got a safety. So no. It's, safe. it's mace that smells. Suspiciously like links. So, um... Now she's going to attract people. No, if you ever want links, Lima, you know it doesn't attract anyone. So... <laughs> Thank you, Tiani. Thank Thanks you for joining us. There you go. When we come back, we have a celebrity guest who his handsome looks aren't helping him in some situation. He needs support, so stick around. Hey, James Matheson here. If you're a Survivor fan, we've got some very exciting news for you. Ten Speaks is going to be bringing you a brand new show called Talking Tribal. Every week on Friday, Luke Toki and I will be breaking down all the big moments from all-star survivors with some experts, some big-name contestants and some special guests. So if you want the best show analysis, click the subscribe button now, and that way you'll never miss an episode. Welcome back to the show that solves more issues in the High Court and we do it quicker and I think we do it fairer. So uh, right now I think we need to bring out a celebrity. Celebrities have problems and they need solutions as well. So can we all put our hands together for The Bachelor, Maddie J. <laughs> Wonderful. Maddie. God, you're handsome. <laughs> he really is. He's really handsome. There's no doubt about it, he's handsome. I'm going to find it very hard to listen to you. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's good to be here. Very warm welcome. I appreciate it. Oh, my God, oh, he's such a gentleman. I'm trying to get this uh, ring off. <laughs> Seriously, when, Matt, when you're on the show, Maddie, and one of the uh, contestants revealed that she was with women and then she, but she said that she would jump the fence for you, yep. I wrote a tweet out saying I'd jump that fence too. So... Um, <laughs> And that was really awkward now. Uh, <laughs> so, but you are very happy with Laura, aren't you? Yeah, she's in the green room. She's, uh, she's great. It's been, so far, it's been... Enough about Laura. <laughs> Let's get... uh, come on, Fiona. Let's get a, a photo of you and Laura just on the... There she is. Oh, yeah. There they are. That's the races, isn't it? That was Caulfield Cup, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah, and there you Fred's are. And wedding. Oh, yeah, you seem like you've got a lot of problems, actually. <laughs> Well, he does have a problem, Susie, and I can sense your cynicism, but this man, he has problems like anyone else. Yeah, what no, sorry, is, I apologise. What is your problem today? I'm now in a new relationship, so I've that. let somebody into my inner sanctum yes. at home, and she's questioned one of the ways that I clean the house. For me, the most annoying task is taking out the rubbish. Oh, it's annoying for everyone, yeah. Taking out the trash. Yeah. You are human. And one of the things that fills up the trash the most is food. 
Well, you could eat it. <laughs> but then you wouldn't have that washboard stomach, would you? I was, I was, there's Instagram posts, Dave. You've got to cut down. You've got to cut down. So occasionally when I'm, I'm having dinner and there's a little bit left over, yeah. I will just put that into the toilet and I'll flush the toilet. <laughs> Flushing food oh, down the toilet. Mate, it's, I'm so glad you brought it. My partner d does this. What? And when, when I saw it for the first time, I was like... <laughs> Genius. Do you do it now as well? Or just your wife? Uh, no, now we... But, mate, you'd be surprised what fits down a toilet. You're like salmon, <laughs> porridge, uh, a severed teddy bear. You yeah. would... <laughs> so she, what, you're, you're, you're throwing out salmon at your house. Gee, you are doing well, oh. aren't you? <laughs> guy who bought a $3 million house on the blocks, like, oh, someone's throwing out a bit of fish. Yeah, I, 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 could, I could afford that house because I eat all my salmon, all right? So... Yeah. In, don't throw out salmon, anyway. In your defence, though, most food ends up there. Yeah, I know. We, yeah, it's just been processed. Yeah, but you're, you're missing the middleman here. Absolutely. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't go to sleep in a graveyard because you're going to end up there one day, do you? <laughs> Question. Mm -hmm. Please. Uh, Maddie. <laughs> um, <laughs> the issue is that Laura doesn't like it. Yeah, so what so for me, I would like to know. Back to Laura. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the green room, Fiona. You, you, Fiona, you'll get to meet her after the show. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> when I do it, she's like, what are you doing? That's mm. that, what, that's so strange. And she's having a go at me, and I and I'm saying, well. I'm cleaning the house. Yeah. You know, it's... You've changed my life. I'm going to do it from now on, and every time I do it, I'm going to think of you. Uh... <laughs> I'm just going to go to the toilet and say, honey, I'm just going to go to the toilet from Maddie J. Uh... Uh, who, who thinks it's okay? Or who's, yeah, we. I mean, yeah, I'd do it. So. Oh, you um... do? Oh, you're, yeah, all right. So you're cool. So yeah. I'm on board. You, Susie, I mean. I didn't hear any of that. So... <laughs> We're going to be, it's okay? I think it's okay. No, no, no. Fiona's happy for him to throw his food scraps against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maddie. Whatever you... floats your boat, Maddie. <laughs> You're going to have to stop it, Maddie, I believe. You're gonna I have won't to... stop. You won't stop. <laughs> what if Laura says, I'll break up with you? What will you say then? Mm. <laughs> well, then you've got to get the rose and flush it down the toilet. <laughs> The rose, this is your present. Well done. There's a bunch of roses. Just before you go, Maddie, uh, before you go, there's a couple of single girls on the uh, panel here, so I don't know. Do you need all those roses or does Laura need all the roses? <laughs> I would gladly. May I? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. I thought I'll cut the head off that one. <laughs> Actually, I think he already has. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, When we come back, one of my guests has been making me very angry. Who is it? Find out next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What do Tom Jones, Borat and Eddie Munster all have in common? You can hear them all on the Starstruck with Angela Bishop podcast. I'll give you all the behind-the-scenes goss on what went on with some of my most fascinating interviews over the years. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show that turns really bad problems into really good solutions. And it's Hughesy's Problem of the Week time. Yes, I do refer to myself in the third person, so that's great. <laughs> and I said the problem at the start of the show is the amount of uh, impersonators that are doing me now, yeah? So, I mean, I've obviously got a distinctive voice. We can... Uh, we can just all agree on that, can't we? Mm-hmm. Yes. I have get... I've never spotted it. No, You've never, never spotted it, though. <laughs> Local celebrities on their TV shows, or when they're on TV, like to mention my name. We're going to start with a couple of clips here. First, we start with Tom Ballard, brilliant comedian. I hear they're getting Husey to fill in on Lateline. <laughs> or oh, something's fucked happened in Fallujah. <laughs> and I'm not happy. <laughs> Jeez, you're a great crowd. Dave Hughes loves it when we impersonate him. <laughs> do I? Do I? Do I? Do I love it? Do I love it, Grant? <laughs> I don't love it, Grant. Look, is it diminishing my brand, guys? You know, look, I've got a brand. It's Brand Hughesy, and there's a lot of people getting around, and they are impersonating me. Honestly, it's a great compliment, Dave. Oh, yeah, I'm like the Australian version of Arnold Schwarzenegger, apparently. So, um, well, I don't <laughs> no, know. you're not, Yeah. Well, I don't need that attitude, Susie. Uh, it's a real problem. I honestly don't know what to do. It's like, do I stop people? Do I stop them, Dave? Do I? Well, no, I mean, Limo's got a really good point. I mean, it's a homage, really, if you're kind yeah. of looking at it. Mm. To be honest, if anyone, like, you know, if they're maybe just impersonating you and absolutely nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe then it's not a huge issue. This problem up knowing you would be on this show because the first time I saw someone impersonate me was uh, at a place called the Angler's Tavern in, in Melbourne. And it oh, was it's a, a great pub. <laughs> there, was a, there was a comedy competition on, and I was the special guest to end the night. And uh, the winner of that comedy competition was this man, and he got across the line, I believe, with that impersonation. When I walked on stage, well known already, then the whole crowd I could feel it all the way through the gig. Bring the fake Husey back. <laughs> Mate, after that gig, I won 1,000 bucks for the open mic competition, so just like the real Husey, I won myself a lot of cash. <laughs> you are just nailing that. You're nailing it. I should have bought some investment properties. <laughs> after the Logies, Dave, on your radio show, you, would just, you wouldn't bother ringing me after because I've hosted the Logies. What would you do? Mate, I would, they would on my radio show after because you would, what is it for the last three, four yeah, years? Yeah, three you'd years. Open the logies. Yeah, yeah. So I would call in my radio show and go, oh, "Geez, I had a crazy night." <laughs> 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 it, was, it, was, 
Well, when you were doing the Holden ads, that's when I really wanted to take yeah, advantage right. of Yeah, right, yes, yes. Holden, Holden means a great deal to Australia, yeah. I want, to, I want to call in and go, where's my free Monaro? <laughs> Give it to me, I'm coming by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm enjoying it, but it's... What do you three think that about... I mean, if, if, what do you... What, should, I, should I shut I, I think, shizzle down? No, I think you should let it go. Dave's yeah. clearly very good at it. Yeah. And I think it's nice for you to have to listen to you for a change. <laughs> Fiona, do you think it's a compliment to me? The highest form of flattery, and who would have thought, would you have thought as a 10-year-old kid that one day the mm. whole country would know that golden voice? Well, yeah. that aluminium voice. <laughs> if you go on YouTube, you'll see a number of impersonators of me. Yeah, absolutely. They're all around Australia. Is there any impersonators of Husey in the audience? Oh, yeah, what's your name, yeah, sir? God, it's not my Dave Hughes here. Yeah, got a bit of a problem, actually. Uh, the other day I bought a Panasonic TV. Now, what's going on with the $50 cashback, yeah? How about this, Panasonic? <laughs> How about you just make it $50 cheaper? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. Is that, what, is, that, is that your gear or is that your joke? I don't know, but I'm using it. <laughs> Yuzi, was that one of mine? No, nah, I wrote that myself. <laughs> <laughs> why, did, why, why don't you speak to our Yuzi? I'll give that Yuzi on the real one. <laughs> Are you sure you're the real one? Because I wouldn't buy Samsung. <laughs> Samsung's too cheap, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like gold-plated jet skis, that's what I do. I am tripping balls at this point. It's <laughs> a <laughs> surround sound. All right, well done, everyone. So many problems to get through, guys. So little time. So it's yes or no. Just think it, say it. Here we go. Malcolm has emailed, my apprentice wants to get a tattoo of his girlfriend's name. They've been going out for three months. Should I tell him, don't do it, yes or no? No. No. Yes. No. no. Is he a tattoo artist apprentice? I don't know. We don't have time to think about it. Shut up, Susie. Uh, <laughs> Penny has emailed, the local bakery has started charging 20 cents for the sauce packet. Should they be free, yes or no? Yes! Freeze a sauce. Yes, good one. Uh, Sean has emailed, I work out a lot, but now I have kids and I'm married. Can I let myself go? Yes! <laughs> Joe has emailed, and every time we get pizza, my dad says in a bad Italian accent to the pizza guy, Ciao, ciao for the pizza pie. <laughs> Is dad a racist, yes or no? No. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but a fun racist. A fun one. Yeah, yeah. right. right. <laughs> the best kind. The best kind, yeah. Best Barbara kind. has a problem. The guy sitting next to me at work eats tuna salad every day for lunch and it stinks. Can I tell him he has to eat in another room, yes or no? Yes! Tuna breath, no good? No good. Mm, Get rid of him. Well, I had the same issue at work. Yeah. Troy, who works on our radio show, he had an egg every morning, oh. like a hard-boiled egg. Maybe we had to say, Troy, outside, brother. Just, no, go, well. just go to the bathroom and shovel that into the tube. <laughs> Right, so I saw a huge rat running around our house. I'm too scared to tell my wife as she hates rats and will want to spend a lot of money on pest exterminators. Should I tell her or not? Or let the rat run free? Buy some rat sack, mate. Yeah, or, or put a mousetrap down. Like, do something. Like, there's cheaper ways of killing it, isn't it? Yeah, right. So, what was the answer? Yes or no? Don't tell it, just deal with it. Just yeah. kill it. All right, let's move on. Jack has emailed, my son got a participation medal at the school sports day. Should I tell him that he was, he's basically a loser? <laughs> yes or no? No. Fiona, yes or no? No. No? No. 
You can't t- don't tell him he's a loser, but explain to him how meaningless that is. <laughs> Tori has written, I'm 14, and Mum says I can't get a Facebook page because it's for adults. Should I just get one and not tell her? Yes, I know he's 14. No, no, yes, no. get a Facebook page. No, go get a bike. Yeah, get a Tinder profile as well. Go for, no. <laughs> Listen to your mum. Dennis writes, I went to the Bunnings sausage store last week and they didn't have onions, so I gave the guy an earful. Oh, what? <laughs> was, I, was I right to get so upset, yes or no? Yes, yes. Yes? yes. yes. No, yes. Hang on. It's a fundraiser. The guy's working for free, yeah. raising money for a charity, selling a $2 sandwich. Yeah, but you're being lured there by Bunnings. Mate, you're not at the Fat Duck. You're at the front of Bunnings. That's so sick. we're going to go with yes. Uh, <laughs> Nick has a problem. My wife goes in the bathroom to brush her teeth even when I'm sitting on the toilet. Is this okay? Yes or no? No, she's comfortable though, isn't she? But you can't even have it. She's cleaning her teeth. You can't even have a chat. Yes. So what's in there for the ambience? <laughs> That's the one private space. A man, when he was yeah. in his toilet, leave him or, alone. Or, or is she getting rid of some food scraps? <laughs> If, if it's Maddie, there's a lot happening in here right now. Fiona, if it was Maddie J, would you clean your teeth in there if he's on the toilet? Oh, no, I'd have far too much respect for him. <laughs> You've been an amazing uh, crowd, no doubt about you. Can you give it up for Dave Dalton? listening to a 10 Speaks podcast. Don't forget to catch the TV broadcast of Husey, We Have a Problem, Monday nights on Channel 10. I've had the time of my life. No, you haven't. You're a liar. Excuse me? Listen to 10 Speaks podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.